Jesus said, Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. What an investment! Isn't it not? Let's think about the treasures of the gospel today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Greetings to all of you. So glad to have you with us today for our studies from the International Gospel Hour. And also, we appreciate our J-Webb and his kind words as he introduces our broadcast And you will hear from Jay throughout our broadcast today with some other thoughts and some other suggestions for your study. We do appreciate you being with us. We love to hear from our listeners. And let me just ask you listening to our broadcast, if you would not mind, uh, give us a call at 855-444-6988 or drop us an email through our contact tab at internationalgospelhour.com or info at internationalgospelhour.com and just let us know where you're hearing our broadcast. You don't have to ask for a thing, give your name or anything, just, hi, I'm listening to your broadcast from wherever it may be. And we'd like to know from where our listeners are calling and where they are listening. We are amazed at our worldwide audience, and to you we thank you. In Matthew six nineteen through 21 Jesus said, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. You know, friends, we understand how moth and rust, or how things will destroy the things that we have of a earthly nature. Not everything remains new. And over a period of time, some things just simply wear down and wear out. But how blessed it is for one to lay up treasures above. But to do so, as Jesus said, one hearts, or one's heart rather, must be set and prepared. The psalmist said, In Psalm 119.14, I have rejoiced in the way of your testimony as much as in all riches. He looked upon the testimonies, the teaching of Christ, as all of Psalm 119 teaches, or the teaching of God. And we note from the Psalms that it's equivalent to, and is in all riches. What a beautiful thought. Now, I want us to note an individual from Scripture who embraced treasures, mainly the treasure of the gospel. Now, we call him the Ethiopian eunuch. We read about him in Acts 8, but I want to focus on verses 26 through 29 as we begin. Now, an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning, and sitting in his chariot he was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit said to Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. Oh, the treasures that we are about to open with this wonderful account. So we're going to pause here. I'll be back in about 30 seconds. 
Hello, friends. Miss a broadcast of Are You Listening? You can find previous broadcasts at our website, internationalgospelhour.com, and we are on several podcast platforms. Maybe we are on your favorite podcast site. Just search for International Gospel Hour and you can find previous broadcasts. They are always there 24-7 for you to listen or even to download. And now, let's continue our study. For the eunuch, dear friends, well, this day was like any other day. And little did he know what would happen, and oh, it was a good thing. You know, he understood the value of treasure, for as we read in Acts 8.27, we note that he was in charge of the treasures of the queen, the queen of Ethiopia. But oh, was a treasure just ahead, many more riches than he was used to addressing. And they were about to become his. Let's talk about the treasures of the gospel, and first, let's look at the treasure of the gospel message itself. In Romans 1 and verse 16, the Apostle Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, for as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Righteousness is revealed through the gospel message. The gospel is the only message one needs to hear in order to be saved. In Mark sixteen fifteen and 16, Jesus said in Mark's account of the Great Commission, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. He that believes not shall be condemned. Dear friends, I need to know that gospel message that according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4, it is a message of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ and how to obey Jesus Christ for what He has done for man. Not only does the gospel save an individual, but it will keep one saved if they remain faithful to Him. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. We must be careful and to understand, are we truly hearing the gospel? For Paul warned in Galatians 1, 6, and 7 that there are other gospels that people had turned to, which is not another, but there would be some that would pervert the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is only one gospel of Christ, one message that God has brought forth through His Son. A word defined, that is, gospel, as good news or good tidings, a message of joy. That when we hear the gospel preached of the death of Christ, his burial and resurrection, and the hope that we can have, then we're going to embrace His words. We're going to embrace His teaching. And we're going to understand what God would have us to do. The gospel itself is a treasure. And when we unlock that treasure chest called the gospel, and we study and we learn, we see there's hope for our lives and how we indeed can change our lives for God. Would you notice a second treasure with me from our text of Acts chapter 8? How about the eunuch himself? Now, when you think about the eunuch, let's think about questions that he asked that really represents him as a good Bible student. I'm going to pick up with Acts chapter 8 and verse 30. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. The place in the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he opened not his mouth. 
In his humiliation, his justice was taken away. And who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does this prophet say this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at this scripture, Preach Jesus to him. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Now, friends, here is a simple answer to Philip's question, Do you understand what you are reading? He said, How can I, unless someone should guide me? And then when he read, he said, Whom does the prophet say this? Or whom is the prophet speaking about? Now, he's in a desert place coming from worship at Jerusalem. There's no question the eunuch wished to learn. He had come from worship. He was reading Isaiah the prophet. And we find this rather interesting that Philip comes to him in a desert place. But that's where the Lord sent him. He was reading, actually, from Isaiah 53. And when asked to whom Isaiah was speaking of, Philip began to preach Jesus, just as he did earlier in Samaria in Acts 8 and verse 5 when he preached Christ and him crucified. Then it's interesting that as they went down the road and they came to some water, some water in a place that is desert. Ha <laughs> ha, does not God provide, friends? See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Well, dear friends, how in the world did Philip speak about baptism going back to Isaiah? Well, when he asked the question, is he speaking of himself or some other man? And Philip preached Jesus unto him. He had to preach baptism. He did the same thing as in Acts 8 and verse 12, where the Bible says that when they believed Philip concerning the things of the kingdom of God and of, and of salvation or of the kingdom of God, rather, they were baptized into Christ, both men and women. They were baptized in the name of Christ. And so he did the same thing that he did in Samaria. Philip simply brought forth what the Lord had instructed. And when they believed Philip, in Acts 8 and verse 12, preaching concerning the kingdom, they were baptized, both men and women, and they were baptized in the name of Jesus. So he preached about the kingdom or the church or to where one would belong. Now the eunuch was going to belong to a heavenly kingdom. And also the eunuch had heard good news and desired to be baptized. Let's go to Acts 8, 7 through 39. Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. Well, that ties in with Mark 16, 15 and 16. The eunuch said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. Now when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away, so that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. Dear friends, do you suppose that this is a treasure today for you and I? Absolutely. And we'd like to help you in your study. If you will, allow us to climb up in your chariot, and we'll help you all that we can. And here is our J-Webb with a great online study just for you. Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free. Please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. And friends, as you study in your chariot, if you will, we hope that online study will be of help to you. 
If we can send you a Bible study by mail, if you prefer that, please contact us at 855-444-6988. Leave us your name and address, and we'll send that to you. We appreciate you being with us today here on the International Gospel Hour and that we could study about these wonderful treasures. Thanks for joining me. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.